This week on the Push Ball Lights podcast, we talk about four questionable opinions. Three, two, one. I'm COVID free, Daniel. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Poor Legs podcast with myself, Damik. And me, Tom Hall. What's going on, buddy? I'm not there. I've probably got it again. So, <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. I've probably That's got the, it again. Uh, so, and yeah. believe me, I've not given it to Dan, um, even though no, we spent not. time on Zoom. But yeah, I don't ah. think you can transmit it through there. But the day I get released into the wild, Dan has to possibly. Uh, recoil and back into a shell so so funny because i wouldn't yeah. we know we know dan is not the most uh i know out social like socializing person in the world and yet yeah you just catch it like like it's going out of fashion mate oh, i know well like yeah laura tested positive uh yesterday and like the few days before, <laughs> she, did, she days didn't before. have it when you had it right last time no she didn't she didn't get it last time i had it and then I was like, I was fine. I did genuinely just didn't even notice anything. Like, I can still taste, smell, all that sort of stuff. I just had a headache for a couple of days over the weekend, and I put it down. So I've been on my computer all week. I was like, oh, I just need to take some time off my computer. I get headaches regularly, like from stuff, from not drinking enough water, all these things. So I was just like, I'm, I'm no, no, nothing to worry about. And then Laura's cold started coming on on Sunday. She started feeling like she had a bad cold and all this sort of stuff. And I was just like, oh god. I was like, not what we need. And she did a test the next day, and then um, she's positive. And I was like, and I haven't taking a test or anything like that i don't know i'm assuming if it's as transmissible as they say it is i'm just going to assume i've got it Um, it seems it seems like just a matter of time because like so in each of my households of family so obviously we know the source my brother-in-law but when one person got it so i got it my mom and my other sister got it and it was just within five to seven days then the partner got it yeah yeah so it's one of those where i was just like you know what i'll Rather than testing and seeing what would happen and maybe have another couple of days of, of freedom, I was like, it's just inevitable. So I was like, look, I'll just stay in as well at the same time as you, uh, make things easier. And oh, it's just it's just painful. Just when we started to feel like we're getting a bit settled and we're finally out, get out and about and doing things, it's just like, for fuck's sake. So we've got to stay in now till 20th, I think it is, we're allowed back out. So yeah, 19th is the last day in isolation. So 20th, we're allowed back out um, to into the world, as it were. But um yeah, it's just annoying, isn't it? It's just, I don't think, like I said, I'm not experiencing anything bad. Like, if I, if she hadn't ever tested positive, I wouldn't know. So, like, obviously, I'm still maybe, my body's still fighting with antibodies and the infection and stuff. I'm okay. Yeah. But it's just the chances are that I'm probably transmitted to people. So, I'm like, I'm a decent human being. So, I'm not going to go out and about and fuck people over. So, yeah, it's the whole, yeah, yeah morally right thing to do. You're all going to get it. Like, I think the UK, I think, again, from looking at the news over there briefly, I, bits and bobs it seems as if the uk is starting to pave the way for look we're all just gonna have to live with this and we're all gonna get it and we're gonna cut the ice we're gonna cut the isolation time down because actually do you know what like the it looks like it looks like, like it's going down to like five days yeah and it it, look like, in, a, in a year's time it's going to be a cold it's going to be look you can get tested for it if you want and, and again to know that if you need to go to hospital they know what you've got but it is going to be a case of people are just going to get it and and like they're not going to need vaccinations because people are just going to be immune to it. Like the amount of people now have got immunity in the UK because of the cases are that high. 
you're looking at half the population that probably got natural immunity now anyway. So well, they said that. They, 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 they published a thing for, for Europe. They think that within six to eight weeks, half of Europe will have had it. Yeah. And it's, where, it's like places over here then that are going to struggle because no one's got it here or very few people have got it here. So there will be a bit of a wave over here once, you know, because once the freedom movement opens up a bit in Europe and things like that and people get more people get once, it. Once I get out there and I'm like, I'll be touching all your golf balls and I'll be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's I'm it. Yeah, spreading my Europeanness. <laughs> oh, I just can't wait for it to just be like fucking normal just for us to have a cold and it just be called COVID. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. But yeah, I mean, if anybody's interested, my post-COVID day um so obviously i tested i was test on release so officially i'm not my 10 days is over on thursday um but we're recording this on tuesday i was allowed out as of yesterday because the whole test and release um so i was negative on the seventh day i believe um and then obviously i did the 24 hours waited my turn got two lateral flows negative so i'm no longer infectious but it does mean i definitely have covid in me um so which is fun so if i took a pcr i believe that would come back positive right now um which is fun but yeah i was saying to dan i was like the only like one of the things i was looking forward to is literally just getting out and having a coffee not made by me um which is a really sad thing but i was just like yeah well i was like because i've been here only really had the like the nespresso machine with like the milk frothery thing and and like a cafetiere, but I was just like, I just want an, an espresso, like coffee. Give me that, please. I was like, I just yeah. ran, like, I was just like, I don't care wh- where it's from. <laughs> I was like, I've just, just want a decent been, one. Yeah, I was just like, I've been withheld for like 10 days essentially. So yeah, I did that. And then I just enjoyed walking around, smashed my 10,000 steps, didn't I? Like that was the big thing that I was getting really annoyed about. Like, obviously, I didn't, I didn't wear my watch for over a week. Just because I was just like, I'm not, there's no point. Like, what's the point? Like, it's no, it was quite, it was nice in a way, but it was just sitting there on my table and like, didn't even bother looking at my steps. Do you want to, I can look at the steps from my phone because I did have my phone on me most of the time. So, just to let you know, if I go on my health app, and it did let me know like what my, uh, <laughs> my, my steps and stuff normally. So I think like what's my uh, my average? My yearly average like is about where am I? At? Yeah, I average about twelve and a half thousand steps a day. And then last week was so I went to isolation, two hundred and sixteen steps, seven hundred steps. <laughs> It was so embarrassing. That's just awful, isn't it? It's just like, what is that about? 1,200 steps. Don't know what I was doing there. Cleaning, probably. 200 steps. (laughs) 900 steps. That's so bad. It was just like, that's awful. But anyway, I worked out today, Daniel. So my first workout. I did, um, what did you do? The first workout post-COVID. I can't remember. Looking out. <laughs> interesting probably, one probably one probably one rep max squats or something like that <laughs> it's an interesting one so i've been talking to like nathan so he's one my buddy who's uh he's a doctor of sports cardiology and he's obviously seeing a lot of athletes post covid 
and he does like respiratory like testing, CPAP testing, cardiovascular testing, um, and cardiorespiratory testing and stuff like this. And he's noticing, he's noticing like their breathing troubles, even if they're asymptomatic. And he he's noticing that the the plus he's like the over ninety percent efforts. He's like, it's fucked. Like athletes, elite athletes are fucked. They're like they're trying to push to that level and they just haven't got it. And it's really he's like. Yeah, it's a bit weird. <laughs> he was like, yeah, there's no point like pushing hard because then you end up kind of like recoiling back and knocking yourself backwards a little bit as well when you try to push post-COVID too soon, like two, three weeks even after having it. He thinks that's the, the wow. thing where these athletes are coming back, asymptomatic, going back into training. And he's like, they're training too hard too soon. You, we all know that happens in injuries and stuff, but he's just like, I think possibly off this. So... So it's an interesting one. So I'm he, I was under his advice. <laughs> I'm only going to train weights. That's the, not do any cardio. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I, I, mean, I think I'm going to do that for a good two, three years. Just to make sure. I know. Crazy. So my day, my was I foam rolled and did a load of step. Uh, obviously, did a load of uh, mobility because that's fun. I did um, I did some split squats, some press ups and some side planks that's about it wow. for five sets <laughs> so boring hard, hardcore session and, uh, and then then i did some arms so yeah Always just because 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 guy got the excuse right so yeah. beautiful allowed out right so today um we've just i've nicknamed i've just named the title morons this week because it's, 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 nothing really has happened in the fitness world. It's like the first week back in the gym, really, I feel. Um, there's not, anecdotally, there's not been any craziness. Obviously, I've only been in the gym today. So um, I didn't see any. There's just a distinct, um, there's not many like new signups already. But just generally speaking, obviously, it's like, be nice to the new people. But also, tell them fucking put their kit away. Um, because that is one of the big bugbears of the new member not realizing um, that you can tidy the gym at the same time. So lay the ground rules. Harsh. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I, 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 get, I get both sides of that sort of argument. Like that it's annoying that gyms are falling. And obviously, you know, you're once that person, blah, blah, blah. But I, like, obviously, we were talking off, off air. <laughs> Um, I've just joined the golf club and I feel like it's my responsibility to find out the rules and what I should and shouldn't do not for them to tell me I think it's my yeah. duty to go in there and be like can I do this I'm allowed to do that and, and learn these things again like when you first time playing golf you learn in golf etiquette you learn that you replace your divots your pitch for you know your, your anything like that you don't put your bag on the green you don't put it miles away from the next hole you know all these little things that you no one did tells you, you, like, you did you do any of that stuff before. I don't know. Did I do any? Did I tell you any etiquette? I told you stop putting with your glove on. That was the only. That was one thing. But that's not that's etiquette. Not etiquette. That's, that's just that's just, just being a good golfer. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's one of those where, like, I think that's that's your duty though before you go to know the etiquette and the rules and stuff. And I think the same with the gyms. It's your duty to know these yeah. things. And and I think people maybe fear they that they then get told what to do by a member and then they feel bad and they feel oh you've ruined my experience at the gym like, no i'm just telling you that you shouldn't leave your waistline around like it's not yeah, like yeah. me having to go at you i'm just telling a little you post a little post for people shouldn't we maybe i'll write that today i've got to put yeah i just i just today. think it's one of those where like newbie gym etiquette 
Yeah, just just know what you should and shouldn't do. Like, just ask someone if they're using something. Don't just go and pick it up and, you know, all those things. And it yeah. it's just, I think there's a bit of both with that, you know, because I think some people moan about new gym, gym or newbies in the gym for those reasons, not just because it's busier. It's all well and good at being busier, but it's because it's busier and then someone's using three bits of kit or take, take something when you're using it or, you know, stinks yeah. or whatever. Like, it's that <laughs> stuff. It's a bit like, come on. Oh. right yeah so obviously that's happening this week but um so newbie gym members are not morons they're just yeah they need they need to learn but they need to yeah they need to do the research before going to the gym hopefully but also help them out it's kind of a a bit of both because it seems to fall on the um i just see a lot of social media going you were all new once now like yeah help them out being a friendly face all this stuff yeah it's cool I, I totally agree with all that. Um, mm-hmm. They also, there's a kind of a bit of, yeah, like you say, you're not going to go into the restaurant and be like, oh, right, I'm just going to throw shit around. I, I can't sit on the table. Oh, is that really? Okay. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So there's there's restaurant etiquettes now. So, um, yeah, so we've got, I've got, I don't know, we've written, I've written four names on here. Um, Novaks. Dan like my joke. Um, <laughs> Molly Moron. That's a little alliteration. Oh, they kind of given away outside. Um, James Smith and Liver King. So those are four names. Um, people we've spoken about before, two of them, definitely one's, one's been on the podcast. Um, the other three probably won't be on this podcast. Um, <laughs> so uh, where, where should we start? Should we go in that order? Yeah, go ahead. We just need to give our views. We might lose some listeners, but we can just we can just chat, can't we? We'll give we'll give it we'll give what like five to ten minutes per topic. Um and mm. if if I don't really know the topic, I'll make some some it up. Uh, I don't know <laughs> what's going on. Um I also need to order some protein bars. Obviously, I got sent a nice uh, my protein gift. I do have a lot of protein bars in my house, but considering Dan wanted to do this uh, podcast early for my time. I'm not at mine right now, so as you can see. Unfortunate. <laughs> um, yeah, so Novak's Djokovic, that is. What is our opinion on this uh, scoundrel? Honestly, I just think it, it's blown so far out of proportion. It's, it's mental. If he doesn't want to be vaccinated, I just don't get why he, his, he should be prevented from doing his job it baffles me it's like the whole argument we saw the other day about doctors being man making it making it mandatory for doctors to be vaccinated against covid why they're the ones that have probably had it more than anyone else they've probably already built up immunity to it i just don't i don't think you can make vaccines mandatory it's just horrific it's a horrific line to tread and like I'm vaxxed, you're vaxxed, we vaccinated, right? Because we made that choice for ourselves. But I literally do not care if someone says they're unvaccinated. It doesn't change anything about my opinion about that person. What changes my opinion about people is they're forcing their, their own views and their own, I suppose, mandates on people for no, for no reason, no good reason whatsoever. Um, I, I think it's, it's a really scary place to, to be at the moment with all the stuff around the vaccines and things. Um, if, to tell someone that they have to take a vaccine to a either do their job or b, I mean, get into a country is is, is one thing, I suppose. But I suppose that's the argument, isn't it? With Australia, is that he was trying to get into the country, but then the argument there is, yeah, but Australia also 
sanctioned the Australian Open and they wanted that for the, the what that brings and the prestige that that brings and the TV revenue and the, all that sort of stuff, right? So there's a bit of give and take with that. But fundamentally, he's been told he can't do his job and earn money because he's not vaccinated, which is just frightening as a precedent to set. And I think it's like the, the going around as well, all the kind of conspiracy now of him coming out, because he's, he's a little bit of an odd figure anyway, let's say mm. that. Um, and we know the, um, just anybody who doesn't know the, uh, the story about him being diagnosed with uh, gluten intolerance, right? the madness of whatever that was that doctor what's his ever his name is and wasn't he didn't he made it he made him so he put his uh his hand on his stomach or his belly and then asked him to put his other hand against him and push against him or something like that doing like an o'neill's mm. assessment something like that doing like i don't know shoulder flexion as hard as he possibly could or push against and then he was like oh, yeah that's really strong well done you feel really strong right yeah and then he asked him with the hand that was on his belly he placed a piece of bread there, correct? And he was like, you yeah. can't, you like, don't crush the bread, but you're going to hold the bread there, please. And he was like, now you're going to push as hard as possible with that hand again. And he, and suddenly Djokovic felt weaker. <laughs> and then he was like, that's, that means you're gluten intolerant because that bread had gluten in it. <laughs> it's like, no, uh, no, 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 no. We, we can talk about irritation and core function all you like. So, that's not going to happen. Um, oh, absolute horseshit. That's like that's like middle aged, like uh, middle ages kind of uh, uh, doctors, isn't it? No medical advice, but um, it seems to be coming out that obviously Djokovic was positive, but also questions me as a human being. The time he, they are saying that he was positive, and so he has the antibodies, so he should be able to go to is also a time where he was traveling. Um, so he apparently had traveled to Spain, also had done like a speech and stuff and being around children at the time he had tested mm. positive. So it's like that. And I'm just like, you know what? Yeah. Like the whole, like, obviously not, he's not going to get forced to be vaccinated. Um, but I kind of think he's just got what's coming to him because it doesn't really, if he was positive and then he's also gone out and done all those stuff anyway. So I'm just like, mm. well, you're a bit of a dick then, aren't you? So. Yeah, that's not cool, is it? That's, I, didn't, I didn't know that bit to be fair about him, but either way, regardless, he shouldn't be forced to be vaccinated. And again, like I said, forced to do it, you know, forced, he, so he can't do his job and earn money. And, and like I said, I think it's, um, and it comes back to the whole thing about, I did, again, it's not just him being a tennis player and, and everyone, I've seen the thing of like, all oh, the rules, you know, shouldn't just apply to him. They should apply to everyone. And I saw a few Australians say that. I'm like, yeah, but that's just because the rules in your country. He's not from your country. He's just playing tennis in your country. That's not his fault. Because um, over there, they're obviously pushing for mandate, mandatory vaccination. Dangerous, what they're doing over there. Like, really bad. And um, whereas if he was to play in the UK, that wouldn't matter. It wouldn't make a difference. It's just because it was an Australian and kicked up a fuss about it. Um, it's like the England cricket team are over there playing cricket and you don't know if all them are vaccinated or them are doing stuff. But again, it's, it's for the Ashes or whatever. It's important and Unfortunately, these jobs have the higher profile and they do require people to travel to the country to do them. And yeah. I, I just think it's a dangerous precedent to set. And, and likewise, I would also back that doctors and nurses shouldn't have to have the vaccine. They shouldn't be mandatory. It, should just, it should just be like, surely he's just, surely he's, if he was just to like go there in, in theory, like 
he just would have to do a mandatory quarantine and then be like out. Like it seems seems like a simple kind of thing. We've had that in place anyway. Like go do a man. I'm sure he can afford, or you he can like. All right, you have to do a mandatory quarantine, but like you can afford to rent that house, and we'll send a government official to live with you for that week as well, mm-hmm. so you can play tennis and stuff. Because it's obviously a good thing that you're in the country to come play the Australian Open. Um, probably to get more TV figures watching you than watching some random other person. So yeah, it seems a bit seems a bit crazy to me. So yeah, I'm obviously pro-choice. Obviously, I prefer people to get vaccines, but it should be their choice, correct? And if there is, they just have to go through the rigmarole of doing tests all the time. That's mm. that's what's going to happen. So, and I believe that should be the case. It's like all right. You, then you just have to have the tests or like frequently. So Yeah, I think that it also comes down to like with what's going on and, and again the current strain, shall we say. I think it also for me it also dictate it should be dictated also by the, the threat of it and how dangerous it is. And it's just like every week and month that seems to pass at the moment, the threat of COVID seems to be reduced. It seems to be like the other day I'm sure someone told me, I don't know how true it is, but on average in the UK with all the cases as high as they are, they get more people dying of their diabetes than of COVID at the moment or something like that. And it's like, you know, people pluck these, these stats out of thin air, but there's also an element of truth to them whereby what we're doing, we haven't been doing anything about alcohol related deaths. We haven't been doing anything about cigarette related deaths. So no one gives a shit about that. Uh, you know, and it's kind of like drawn, I think uh, a bit of a, of exposure onto the failings of that. And I get that that doesn't spread as quickly as COVID. I'm not stupid. I get that sort of stuff, but <laughs> diabetes doesn't spread as, spread as quickly yeah. as COVID. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can never know at the moment, but it, it's one of those things where it's like, it's, it's, I get that it's present and I get it's new and I get it's, this it's, it's a thing that that's really kind of been at the forefront of everyone's minds, but I can't help but think to myself every time, like it's my second time getting it now. And I just don't feel a thing. And I've had a headache and it's just a bit like, you know, I'm not sitting here like curled up in a ball, shaking and like on my, you know, close to close to being really, really ill and or incapable of working, all this sort of stuff. And I get some people are, and that's the whole point of the vaccination program, right? Is that you're seeing the stats that are coming through saying that most people are vaccinated are, are fine. So it's kind of like, well, if you're unvaccinated at this point and you get really badly ill, it's kind of like, well, we warned you, kind of thing. Like, do you know, like yeah. it's your choice. <laughs> like, we warned you, but let's go on with our lives now. Do you know, it's kind of a bit of a um, and again, it's, it's a bit morbid to say it, but I mean, it, it, it's, if you're going to be affected by it, then you, you just can't go out as much. And it's much in the same way that if there was a, much like me, again, completely different um, comparison, but it's a bit, like, a bit like me with hay fever. I just don't go to places with loads of flowers. I just don't go and hang out there. <laughs> like, you know, I just don't like spending time there. It's not like the same, but it's kind of is as well. It's like, if you're worried, don't go where there's loads and loads of people that are really sweaty and breathing heavily inside. There you go. Yeah. I, mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't, oh, well, well. Easy for me to say because I'm all right. But all right. <laughs> In summary, Novax can carry on being no vaccinated, but you just have to do all the quarantine rules and stuff like that. Then crack on. Then you can hit your balls as much as we like. All right. Um, next, moron. Um, Molly, the uh, young girl from, I don't know, she posh? She seems, she seems posh. I don't really, uh, I'm going to be totally brutally honest. Don't really know her that well. Um, no. <laughs> I was like, I feel like we can give a view off the, whatever the story has been. Mm. I understand what's happened. I no. think with this, there's a, there's a few things at play here. And I'm going to, 
be very careful that I say this the right way because I don't buy the hundred percent. Don't buy this whole argument of it's because she's a woman and everyone's had a go at her and it's really bad because I've had blokes that have said same things on my podcast and they didn't get berated. So I'm going to break it down and I'm going to say that Molly May has built her following and her reputation from being on social media. That's how she's made her reputation, right? She went on Love Island. She got shitloads of Instagram followers. And because of that, she then got given a role at Pretty Little Things, whatever it is, the company. I don't know. Is it as what it is? Given Pretty a role thing. there. Oh, well, that, no, she no. Would never, that she would never have got if it wasn't for a following. If she had 2,000 followers, she could work her ass off and not get that job at 22. So don't care what anyone says. Um, again, Love Island comes into it. But also at her age at 22, she's built up that following using social media so she can't then really complain when social media turns around to bite her in the ass when jimmy carr goes on diary ceo Stephen barlett and says yeah you just got to work really really hard it's different because he's 40 odd he's come from nothing and he has worked really really hard he's a cambridge graduate he's worked really really hard he, he quit a job at 25 and then wanted to be a comedian and did all the circuit right yeah molly may's been an adult for four years and She's saying that you just got to work hard. It's just the same 24 hours in a day. It's, it's a little bit harder to hear from someone because all her followers are going to be 22 or younger, predominantly, predominantly. So they're looking at that and going, yeah, but no, but you've been on Love Island. You've got a huge leg up in terms of following exposure. And because of that, you've then worked hard, maybe, I don't know, and got this role and got this job and all this sort of stuff. But without that exposure, you wouldn't have got the opportunity. Whereas all the other people that have said, I worked hard to get where I am, didn't have the exposure because they're a bit older, all that sort of stuff, right? So the other one is Ben Francis, is the CEO of Gymshark. He's been on Stephen Bartlett's thing, and he's talked about working hard and those sort of stuff. But again, we've seen videos and pictures of him knitting and stitching things in his garage with a sewing machine, right? At the same age that Molly May was on Love Island. Like, it's kind of like, I, I buy the story more, like with that, and I can see it. And I think that, Again, you you've built a you've built your whole fame on using social media. You almost have to expect that people on social media are going to have an opinion about you more so than someone else who hasn't. And I think yeah. the same would be true if it was a 22-year-old guy who'd done the same thing. I think it would be very similar because again, it's that age group and that demographic who used social media a lot, creating the memes and creating the the the, the rigmarole around it. Jimmy Carr's fans don't use it in the same way. They're not going to create a meme about these people to, to have a laugh and make a joke that eventually becomes a talking point because they don't use it. They've got busy lives. They've got their lives. They couldn't give a shit. Whereas the people that follow her, they're that way inclined. It's what they do on a daily basis. Um, and that's the thing that I think has been missed. I don't know if anyone's spoken about it, but from me, I, I look at it and I just think it's, I don't know if it's been spoken about hugely. She's been an yeah. adult for four years. Like, it's thing because yeah and it's like it's a weird thing as well because whenever i'm sure you've been hit by some of these people before or it'll be like the people who i can make your fit pro business earn 10k 20k 30k a month if you just follow and see what i say and i like i remember I, there's been a few of these and the lads like i'm sorry i don't know how old they are but they look like 20 and i'm like i'm sorry but no i'm not gonna take you seriously I was like, because I don't believe you've done it, like, um, unfortunately. So, and I'm just like, there is that kind of age thing, which I totally agree. And then, then I get a backlash from that. So obviously 
before we know we obviously disagree obviously that the same 24 hours does not exist for everybody um me, me and dan are sitting here as uh generally uh, we'd say working to middle class white males so we definitely have different 24 hours to most people um <laughs> i would say yeah, um, it's, it's and it's just, just like it's, it's the madness of it isn't it it's just like no the, the same 24 hours don't exist for for people that are in like famine or poverty and stuff like that but the 24 hours consist of uh, priorities of getting food uh, shelter and all that kind of stuff. Molly and A's priorities consist of probably posting social media. What can I buy? Where am I going to get food? And like, what tasty stuff am I going to have? That's a different 24 hours. And it's not just because of down work hard. It's kind of like, I remember the, um, it really brought me back to, there was a, there was a YouTube clip or a uh, coaching clip on um, um, basically privilege on this lad who basically lined up a whole school and they were like, all right, we're going to like show, uh, basically they were like, all right, we're going to have a race. Um, and there's like 50 kids. Right. And, um, they were like, right, take one step forward. If your parents are still together, take one step forward. If your parents like still own, like earn over this amount of money, take one step forward. If you have like always had a birthday, Take one step forward if, like, you've always, you've never, like, lived out of a thing or anything like that. And it just showed the discrepancy. And they were like, this is the head start in life that you've had, that kind of thing. So I think mm. it falls into that. And it's just, like, it's madness. That, it's obviously madness what she said. Um, yeah. But yeah, people I, make I mistakes. It, Hopefully it, she'll it'll build, build her character, um, I guess. So be a better person on the back end of it. We can only look at it on that light, really. So every time I've seen her speak in this last week, I've kind of turned off and I was just like, I don't Oh yeah, I look, I don't, <laughs> I don't think, I'll be honest, I don't think she's going to say anything that's going to resonate with us in any way, shape or form or help us in any way, shape or form. But no. I, 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 I get the, I get the, the up, up roar. I get it. It's like if, some, it's like if, like I said, I think it's the same if it's a, if it's a 22 year old guy with a six pack who, you know, has just gone on Love Island and 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 then becomes a, an online PT and makes a fortune. It's like, well, no, you haven't worked hard. It's because you've got exposure through TV, and again, you've used social media to to leverage that. That's that's not working hard. It might be working smart. That's not let's not take that away from us. You might be yeah, working very yeah, smart. Exactly. She might have made money very very quickly. But again, like I said, it's not like she's been down in the trenches for four years, working her nuts off. Like you know, it's she's, she's twenty two. And like I said, all these other people that have said these things that, again, Steve Mollett said, I see the story and believe the story and they're older and they, they have got that. that and I, I, you know, I don't know. We haven't seen or heard of her struggles no. because has there been any? Like, I don't know. I don't know other than trolls on Instagram and social media, which again. Like, and then yeah. you're like, Jesus Christ, as soon as you get over a thousand people follow you, be prepared that guess what some people won't like what you say half the time well, no, but so, also, you know but also if you if that's how you want to create and that's how you want to live your life and you want to get exposure that way you get expect the backlash that comes with it like because it's yeah. inevitable like it, it's anyway but uh that's my top ones anyway i'm not sure it's um i think there's a lot of the, of the shouting about it to do that she's female and a bloke said similar things and i think it's actually a bit more about all those things we've discussed um <laughs> as well not 100 but as well as that as well people as. Have, seem to have forgotten <laughs> about it a little bit lots of caveats it's not as just like yeah just it's because she's plain like that it's not because she's there's lots of there's lots of things yeah in play all right 
Number four, number four, number three, Jesus Christ. Um, something that you highlighted to me, and it was something that I saw. I don't know whether somebody reposted it. I don't know. Um, I did see some reposting of uh, Mr. James Smith PT. Um, obviously, I don't follow this lad because like, like, I don't follow, follow Molly May um, because he doesn't resonate with me. Um, I, don't, I don't take any value. Believe it or not, even though I always I will follow Joel Seedman, but he gives me value because he gives me shit to talk about. <laughs> he gives me value. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think James Smith he did a thing about because his his personality doesn't. I I would never be his friend. Let's let's just fake that. Um, so his um, what did he say? Working working to live against living to work. Yeah, he he put up a post and. Um... It was one of those where it's again, it's like easy to say, isn't it? So basically, he said, put up it in, in, a, in a, I suppose, got asked a question in a question box, and it, it just said, someone asked, explain working to live versus living to work. And he basically said, you know, um, one of the reasons I don't get on with London is everyone's so focused on work, money, career, they lose sight of living life, etc. Someone earning 35,000 a year in a job they love is truly wealthier than someone earning 100,000 pounds a year in a job they hate. Someone earning 35,000 a year working a handful of hours a day is truly wealthier than someone in the office 12 hours a day earning 100K. Um, someone who works each day with it, not feeling like work, is truly wealthier than someone who snoozes their alarm on a Monday. Um, and like, yeah, then there's other things he said in the video of like, yeah, look, when I was in my first two to three years as a PT, I basically drove a little polo, um, made a bit of money. I did 20, 30 sessions a week. I napped during the day. I got to wear shorts to work. He's like, I still do all those things now. I get to enjoy that sort of stuff. Like that's, that's what makes my life kind of thing. And I think it's like, yeah, okay. Like, but it's also said by people who have more money now. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay, if it's, if it's, that, if it's that great, if it's about having a life you want and being wealthy, then, then don't write any more books. Don't do anything more. Just... Just do some, just do some online PT and just earn thirty five thousand a year then. But it's like, but it's not though, is it? It's like you're saying that now, but you've got to that point. And I think his argument again, and he did a, a retort video, which I understand completely, is that if you do the things that you enjoy, the wealth will come at some point with it. Which I, I kind of, I kind of understand his point, but I kind of understand. But there's, there must have been a process when he must have taken the other view because he was clearly like just living to work to get to the point where he can back off, right? Yeah, but exactly that. And it's also that thing of like, there must've been some point in time where he was doing, earning 35K a year and he was doing his 15 to 20 clients and he was doing this stuff. And he, and he went to, he said to himself, if I post every day on social media for three years, I'll be able to get more. Well, yeah. don't, otherwise he wouldn't have bothered starting. He would have just been happy with where he was at. Um, and again, I didn't watch the whole video, but I'm assuming that the points he would be making would be that, yeah, but I, I still enjoy my life. It just allowed me to then grow it and, and do more because I, I did more of what I enjoyed. It's probably what his, his retorts that would be. And again, I understand that and explain, I think it's explained perfectly. Yeah. It's just this whole thing of, it's always said by people who've got more and that I've never met or heard anyone say it who says, oh yeah, I earned 35K. Then I earned 100K or a million. And then I gave it all up and went back to earning 35K again. Yeah. It was interesting. Okay, well, if, it, I, if it truly didn't matter, if it truly didn't matter, yeah. 
then you Go wouldn't have even it. done that. Yeah, then right, go back. Because right. it was a weird one. Because uh, Paul Paul Mort made a uh, a thing today about he was just like, can it was the whole kind of can money buy your happiness? He was like, maybe not, but it can rent it for a fucking long time. Um, and it was just like, oh yeah, I guess you're. Yeah, and hopefully you find happiness at the end of that, all that in terms of money or whatever. Well, it's that, it's um, that old, there's, there's, there's that, st- I think there's a, there's a study done it. It's kind of showing that your happiness and your quality of life improves exponentially until you hit about 80,000 a year, I think it was. I think they found the number was, was, again, they used happiness scales, I suppose, you know, all those sorts of things. And anything past that point actually didn't become, didn't make you any happier. It probably maybe brought a bit more stress, a bit more, but it didn't really bring you much more happiness overall. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just a funny concept that I get I get what he's saying. Like, yeah, you should be working to live, like you should be doing your jobs so you can live your life. And I get all that stuff, and I get that. But you can also enjoy what you do and then want to make a really good fucking success of it that you end up working longer hours than you'd probably like. <laughs> like that's okay as well. Like, I just think it's it's just so black and white. Again, it's this whole thing of black and white thinking in, in, in the world of it's either either have a job you hate and earn more money or have a job that you love and you don't earn as much money. It's like, well, no, there's elements of my job I love and hate. And yeah. there's, ele- there's elements of the amount of money where I'm really happy, but I'd also want a bit more. Like you're allowed that middle ground bit where it's like, it doesn't have to be so, well, do one or the other. Because I think that, again, creates these problems, these arguments that we're having now about this, or trying to explain <laughs> it. Is that it's because, it's because it's so black and white. And it's like, and, and I get that that's why they do it, because it causes discussions. But that, that's, exactly, that's exactly his personality, though, isn't it? That's literally, I said off air with yeah. you, which is like, he is, that's his whole thing. He wants to be divisive. That's, that, that's why, how he's built his following. Um, and we we say it quite a lot, right? Because but even some of the stuff, the good stuff is bore is boring, and like it's like the whole depends is boring. But we're also on the view of like we won't mind going no no we think that's right, or mm-hmm. not being on the fence because there'll be something that we actually truly believe in. But it's also I don't know, it's a weird one as well because yeah I I don't follow the lad, so it's a it's a weird weird thing to think about. But anyway, last one. The Liver King. King. Liver King. We we have a conspiracy theory. I I reckon he's eating chocolate when the hands <laughs> off. Number one, he needs to shorten his life expectancy to about forty, um, because basically, yeah, Neanderthals did that. Um, that's all they lived to. And yeah, has anybody reached out to us ever seen him post a video where he eats? the thing he's talking about. <laughs> Never. I've, I've looked at a few and yeah, he doesn't seem to eat it. Or if he, if he's going to go eat something, they would be like the good bit of it. Like literally just a little bit of like, like steak and ale pie. Lovely. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't, maybe he's just I like, I'm going to eat the kidneys in this pie. I have um, seen some of his, I have seen some of his, um, I've seen some of his, his eating. He does eat this, some of the stuff, but I just reckon that, again, it's that whole thing of like, I just don't... Uh, it's a persona. It's got to be... Well, the thing is, is like, he's obviously, like I said, he's obviously um, taking steroids and stuff behind closed doors. So why is he oh, not yeah. eating chocolate? Do you know what I mean? Why is he not... Exactly. I don't know. I just find it funny. I think, I think it's, it's a bit of a, yeah, um, Bear grills kind of thing. He was like, I'll only go to this sparse place in the middle of the wilderness if there is a hotel nearby. 
Oh, really? yeah, why is that? Because uh, <laughs> I've made it. So why would I spend outside drinking drinking moss off a off a leaf and a rock? I was like, when there's a hotel I can afford. Um, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Liver King. Uh, he's just clearly, he's got a, uh, maybe he owns a line of butchers and that's some of the stuff that's off, off cuttings and stuff like that. Who knows? Um, yeah, yeah, conspiracy theory. So interesting show. Not very fitness-based, but more... Uh, Topical, I guess. That's what you got from us. All about topical. <laughs> All about it, mate. Um, lovely. If there's any other business from Mr. Daniel Meek. No, not from me. Um, next week we'll be coming from quarantine as well. Or isolation. <laughs> isolation. Yeah, I guess it's isolation, not really quarantine, isn't it? So I'll be allowed, I'm allowed out. So I'm going to paint the town red. Um, I'm not. Um, Drink coffee just, outside. Just yeah. go drink coffee and go to work. Uh, that's about it. Um, that's the excitement of my life, unfortunately. I'm, I haven't got anything in the diary really to look forward to. So I've got a book. I've got books and flights to Dubai at some point. And uh, yeah, get out there. Yeah, bring my clubs. Need a new driver first. Though. That's, that's the thing. So I, will I go get that carbon carbon fiber? Don't get it, mate. Go and watch. Go and watch the video, the reviews on it. It's not. Yeah, it's not I know. Adding, it's not adding much, it's, is it? It's not adding no, much. No, no. Because <laughs> it's the first one as well. It's the first one with a car. You never want to get the first thing. Like you're like, no, no. Get it in a year, a couple of years time when they, when they've done it better. Like there's going to be stuff that's uh, that's make yeah, better, that's right? It. Yeah. It's like the first iPhone. I'm sure it was lovely, but what, I think um, iPhone two was better. Like the PS one and PS two was better. Um, yeah that's so, it isn't good. it and what um, <laughs> the other thing as well so I got my I got my hybrid so I managed to play I managed to use it on the range the other day for a bit right and why why Tom you'll be able to tell me this I think I know I think I roughly <laughs> know the answer why am I why was I drawing it more than I do with my other clubs I set it up as an iron. I set it up as if I was hitting an iron, right? My assumption is I wasn't putting the ball far enough forward in my stance. That's my assumption. I don't yeah. know if it's true or not. Anyway, well, that, that, might, that, me. That, that might be the case. If you're setting up as yeah. an iron, you're probably... Well, it's, it generally happens when you, you when you go from a, uh, a right to left. So you impart right to left spin. So if it is less, if it is further back and you, you've got a longer club, you're probably digging it out as well. Uh, yeah. Because I, I tend to draw the ball, but yeah. So Benui's theorem, right? Of the rotational yeah, it was, ball. It was, it was, because was, with my <laughs> irons, not that long ago when I was, well, I wasn't using mine, I was using higher clubs. They're going really, real nice. They're going pretty straight with a slight fade. You know my, you know my swing, got a very slight mm-hmm. fade to it. I'm like, okay, that's cool. And I picked up this hybrid and not, not, not swimming club for two weeks. And I was like, why is it going like that? And then I was like, afterwards, I was like, hang on a minute. I looked at the videos and I was like, I don't know why. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, yeah, old, old I I, I, I've never used one before, so I didn't know what uh, what, the, what the goal was. But um, <laughs> I shall fix it. I need to fix no. it by the time you come out. Yeah, fucking hell. There's, there's <laughs> half the courses around here, like the par fives, are like six hundred yards. A couple of them. So I'm like, well, fucking. That's right, why me. I was like, said to you, I was like, I need to get something to go. <laughs> Ruined otherwise. Damn. Uh, lovely. Oh, All right. There's no other business from me apart from, I believe, the my protein pocket PT stuff launched yesterday. Um, I mean, exciting, sure. Um, basically, I'm one of the people you'll see my smiley face on there, all dressed up in my protein clobber. And I think every week there's probably a video from me talking about something, um, as it ranges from recovery, motivation, and nutrition. 
I believe. And I was like, can I just talk about trading? I know more about that. Um, they're like, no, we want these three things. I was like, oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll blag my way through this somehow. Um, yeah, but good. Good little thing. It was it was just quite funny with all the uh, the awkward. I can send Dan the uh, the awkward like uh, actual photo shoot shots if you really want. Um, and I just look atrocious. Also, I was just like I was eating like everything in the world, so I looked the like the most out of shape trainer like in my my perspective. I'm just like yeah. So I'm dieting as of as of today, Daniel. Today, yesterday, because wow. I was allowed out allowed out from COVID because obviously I was like can't can't diet whilst i've got covid right so yeah dieting as of now so um, there you go. yeah all on that yogurt game mate yogurt best diet food all game. about it all about <laughs> it yogurt free you can't go wrong can you i know exactly all right uh thanks for listening guys and we will catch you next week catch you later